Horror. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zomrom Com Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli, and joining us from Star Trek Minute, we have Chris LaSalle and David Stoker. Welcome, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> one <laughs> Don't one of so you sounds more excited to be here than the other one. <laughs> that was uh, that was Chris and... Uh, Zombie, zombie movie, scare me. So I'm. Uh... Oh, well, we'll have we'll have to talk about that some more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, happy to have you guys on uh, today. We are taking a bite out of minute eighty four, <laughs> which literally taking a bite out. Okay, anyway, yeah, go ahead. Start, starts with uh, <laughs> it starts with with everyone reacting, I guess, to to Diane leaving the movie, and uh, mm-hmm. ends with Ed getting it both ways. Just taking it, neck and neck and arm, getting bit. Yeah, bit yeah. that's one way to put it. Jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. screaming in agony. Um, okay, well, uh, we got a lot to get through uh, before we get to that. Um, so let's first. I, I first, I want to start with uh, Sean's understated. Oh dear, uh, it's great. I love the real return to form. <laughs> yeah, loved it. It's me. It's maybe the most British thing in this movie. Um, <laughs> Just oh dear! <laughs> Every uh, uh, the hordes of zombies are breaking into the building, and it, and you know what it is? It's savvy. It's funny, but it it it, is, it does kind of let the audience know, like, hey, you can laugh again, you know? Right? Like it, yes, it, it's fun again a little bit. I mean, some right. heavy stuff's about to happen, but this is kind of a, a return to the up tempo track side of the album, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I was, Definitely. I was, I enjoyed it because I was like, oh, yeah, it's funny. I forgot. Yeah, Sean that's funny. And then the rest of the minute happened, and I was like, oh no, no. So I got it was a, it was a, a twist for me. <laughs> it's a real. Yeah, I'm not a big, I, I'm not a big fan of zombie movies either, particularly like Walking Dead and you know the shows like that. But mm-hmm. this movie, for some reason, just makes it because it is so funny and to the credit of Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, I mean, just make it so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um. So there's this great moment where uh, Liz sort of takes charge uh, yeah. that, that I, I like a lot um, where Ed sort of asks permission to go make, uh, you know, mo- Molotovs. Yeah. Uh, Hulk smash. And, yeah. And she's like, do it, which is kind of cool. And then like immediately makes a battering ram out of the uh, out of the coat rack. No, um, no, man. Like Liz and Sean, I'm just, I'm just saying, if this epidemic had lasted, is if this had been a world's end situation, like these mm-hmm. two would have crushed it. Yeah, I really, I, you know, I am, uh, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I, I, I think you're right, because uh, it's, uh, they're, they're really making the most out of this terrible. Like they're, they're really just jumping in there and they're, they're doing cool stuff. They're back to back, which is like a cool action movie move, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's such a cool way cool. to shoot a couple. 
in a, mm-hmm. in a movie like this. It really is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was impressed with that. She took the gun and then gave the gun away and then picked up the hat rack. That would, mm-hmm. I would have kept mm-hmm. the gun. Also very British. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, yeah. not immediately well, going for the gun. Well, I mean, I think the I think the difference is that um, she had said earlier that she's she'd never fired a gun before. Right. So right. Right. right, right. I, I feel like in this situation, you don't want to be working on a learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like now's not the time. I wouldn't want to like, drive I, stick the first time during a zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. No, that would be miserable. And like I, I wouldn't have fired the gun either if I was handed the gun. I'd be like, nope, uh, I'll just give it to somebody else because I've mm-hmm. never fired a gun before. So uh, I, I yeah, I wouldn't even know. Like there, yeah, there would just be too many factors that I could screw up or uh, not be prepared for. That it, I would rather go with the coat rack. I think. Um, yeah, you know, you know how to uh, use it. You know where you are with the coat rack. That's very true. <laughs> Do you think you could hold back fifty zombies with a coat rack? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure that I'm as tough as Liz is, to be honest. Um, yeah, she's she's badass. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty badass. <laughs> she really is. Um, yeah, it really comes I, into I, our own here in these in, here in the last lap. Yeah, um, and honestly, I could watch Ed make a make make Molotov cocktails all day. There's something very satisfying about the way he makes them. <laughs> you know, it's like for one brief moment they were infinite. Like, yeah, it, he, right here at the end, they it all fucking came together. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and Ed is just living his dream. He's like, I'm gonna make a Molotov cocktail. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he he looks like he does it all the time. Like he's, he yeah. knows exactly what to do. He's got the brandy, he's really got the does. the cloths, and yeah, he's yeah. doesn't even think twice. He's killing it in the movie. Uh, you know, he makes that first Molotov, and then he sort of like gets into a position to throw it because he can't throw it from behind the bar because there's like that top part of the bar that would um, ruin like an arc, like the 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 throw arc of the bottle. Um, Mm -hmm. So he needs to get out from around the bar and he goes to throw it. And then that's when the back door bursts open and he starts getting attacked. Well, in the script, uh, they actually took out a lot, like a lot of little action bits that were actually kind of cool. The first thing that happens is that Ed finishes a cocktail and he shouts heads and then throws the cocktail over Liz and Sean and explodes in the door and it like, you know, it, 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 it catches the place on fire and, and some zombies fall back momentarily. And Sean shouts, tells him to keep them coming. You know, more zombies are coming in. Another cocktail explodes. The back door starts shifting and one hand comes out and tries to get Ed. And Ed sh- asks for the gun. Uh, Sean spins around, throws the rifle to Ed who catches it and then blasts the gun over his shoulder at the hand. And then behind Liz, there's a pizza delivery zombie who's like in a pizza delivery jacket and then a motorcycle helmet. Liz shouts for for the gun. Ed chucks the gun at, at Liz. And then Liz isn't sure what to do. So she shoves the gun into the helmet, like smashes through the <laughs> visor. And then fires into the hole. Oh, oh that would have been awesome. Wow. I know. Wow. Yeah. And then Ed says smooth. And then <laughs> um, and then you have this really sweet moment where Sean notices Barbara's body and he goes over, he he grabs his jacket and lays it over her face and then places the flowers on top. Oh, um, wasn't that nice? Yeah. And then that's when the back door finally just gives and zombies pour out. And then Ed says, Sean, look who it is. So 
they cut out quite a bit of stuff out of here. That was all cool stuff. I imagine just because they wanted it shorter, I guess. Um, I'm not sure because I'm not even positive if they shot that stuff or what. But uh, Mm -hmm. it's in the script and it's I like all of it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, as exciting as this minute is right and all the action as I'm as I'm listening to you, Scott, I'm like, oh, yeah, I was just getting excited listening to it. Like, oh, yeah, that I'd see. I'd watch that. When can we see that? (laughs) Yeah. That's too bad. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's some fun stuff. And then like a really sweet moment with uh it gives like Sean some closure with Barbara. Mm. Um mm-hmm. that you know, I actually because of everything cuz all hell breaks loose, uh it's something that Sean doesn't get to have. So it would have been nice to see him take a moment and do that. Um but mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> but we get the return so of Pete. What happens, but what happens yeah. to the Molotov cocktail? Yeah, it's, I don't know. I guess it just gets it, extinguished. It's just it like, it, yeah, I'm like, it doesn't, if it dropped to the ground, I feel like it would have exploded. Yeah, you would or at least think so. Um, something would have happened. Yeah, that, I, you know, that leads, uh, I guess that leads credence to the idea that maybe, uh, uh, you know, maybe this stuff was cut out and that's sort of a, the, the leftover continuity mistake. Um, from oh, cutting out that stuff that I was reading in the script, you know, because um, that would that would make it make more sense. Uh, is that like, you know, we didn't see him do it, but he did throw it, and all of that other action stuff happened, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's in his hand when he starts getting attacked and stuff. So I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, but the thirty second, but the thirty second part of portion of the minute, you can see the flame ignited, mm-hmm. but then like two seconds later. There's no flame, and you can see the rag whipping around. And then, like two seconds later, there's no bottle in his hand. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they did there. Maybe just uh, fell either. and sputtered out. That's really interesting. Oh, that's that's possible. I I feel like that would be difficult if the rag was soaked in alcohol, um, to like sputter out. Mm, yeah, uh, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but uh, there is a charity raffle on Wednesday, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> something hey, so I, I had a i had a question for you guys and this is going backwards a little bit in a minute um mm. my understanding is that there's there's cameos right for people who are playing zombies and or at least that's that's my understanding of it right and right at the beginning of the minute when the zombies first start breaking in uh there's a female zombie like in the front of the group that, uh-huh. I, that I thought was amy mann Amy Mann? Amy Mann, the singer. I could be totally I wrong. I'm just, I'm just like, whoa, who is that? She's it's she's very striking. It's like right around the three second mark, and she's yeah. No, I camera. see her. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is, is, is just me. interesting. I yeah. I mean, find out. I guess. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about Amy Mann, so um, I'm. I'm that very well could be her, but I. I am ignorant of the fact because uh, I don't. I'm not even sure I know what Amy Mann looks like, to be She's honest. She's in some really good uh, Portlandia sketches. Oh, I remember those episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She okay. was like a maid. Yeah. Lady. Uh, okay. I could see why. I could see that being Amy Mann, but I don't know. I'm not buying it, Chris. <laughs> not buying it? All right. It was just it was just a guess. It's, I was I was close. that was yeah. one of the things I was doing in this minute was looking at all the trying to look at all the zombies and like is, is that someone I know? Is that someone I know? Yeah, for the most <laughs> part, the zombies were the spaced fan club. 
a way. Yeah, really. it was it was a way for them to get more extras than they could afford because they didn't have to pay them because it was like a it was like a fun thing. Uh yeah. you know. So like come out and be a zombie in our movie and and they all they all showed up. So I think the ones in the front are are, you know, actual extras, but then like all the all the fill-in zombies are all just like spaced vans. Little did they know. That's one of the rare instances of that really. I mean, not to that's not, I shouldn't say that. That's not true, but I mean, like, how could they have known, you know, that mm-hmm. they would also be in a classic in its own right? Right. <laughs> and in his own right. And in uh. his own right. <laughs> uh, Sarah Fenowitz is given hardcore Frankenstein monster vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would I would watch that. He was just in a I just watched his Parks and Rec yesterday with my roommate. I was like, oh, oh so good. he's great in that. He's great in that. He's also great as the tick. It's on my list. Yeah, I told. He's been in like a ton of stuff that I I can't believe I like. Yeah, I re- I remember him from this movie, and I'm like, wow, he was in like Couples Retreat. He was Stanley in that. The guy that right. plays uh, gu- Guitar Hero, and I was like, oh my god, that's the same guy. Yeah, and he was he was just in. Um, I just saw John Wick too, and he was in that too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, We're he truly, was Darth Maul. Uh, We're living in the Serafino Renaissance. Serafino Renaissance. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was Darth Maul, you know. I mean, he's he's been out here. Yeah, he's he's got a <laughs> he's one of those guys, I guess. Yeah, well, I was I was looking at looking him up as well, and yeah, he's just one of those exact. It's one of those things you see him when it finally clicks for you when you see him. Uh-huh. Like, wait a minute, I've seen this guy before, and all of a sudden it did like the doors yeah. open. Like, yeah, it was there and there and there. He was my first like uh, memory of him was it was a sitcom, um, Running Wild, uh, mm, which yes. had Will Arnett. And yeah. he, was, he just played this, you know, multi-billionaire. I think yeah, I don't I don't know what country he was from, but uh, he was he was the best part of the show. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I love this guy. And then you that's know, when I started noticing him everywhere else. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. this is a guy from Running Running Wild. You are not the first guest to bring up Running Wild on the show, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, it's it's worth it. I mean, it's only like a season, but it's I would say it's worth watching just to see him. Well, it's from, I mean, it's, uh, it's from, uh, Mitch, uh, yeah, Mitch, uh, Hurwitz. whatever Hurwitz. Yeah. 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 The Arrested Development creator, um, created mm-hmm. Running Wild. Uh, so yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's, got, it's got a little of that vibe. Yeah. I yeah. It's a, it's a solid, it's a, it's a really solid show. I think the reason that I ended up not sticking with it was because I, I just decided like halfway through the first episode, I was like, this is getting canceled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And I just, I just sometimes, sometimes when I can sense it's going to happen, I just like I don't need that heartbreak in my life, and so I just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just stop it. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not a Nielsen family. I can't do anything to save it. Powerless. Well, uh, yeah, running wild. <laughs> yep. No ordinary family. Yeah, and then I just, uh, I think the last episode of Doctor. I'm way behind on Doctor Who, but uh, he was the voice of the Fisher King in. Yep. The, he the was third, Capaldi. Yeah, what uh, and a. Beautiful looking monster in a shit episode. Oh, he was terrifying. That thing was terrifying. And I thought yeah. I, at first I was like, oh, that was him in there. But it was it was him doing the voice. Right. The Darth uh, Maul of Doctor Who in a way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, that was quite the creature. Yeah, it was. It really was. And uh, speaking of quite the creature, uh, Pete is uh, something else. When when he gets down on his knees and is like trying to bite Ed's off, like forearm, right. mm-hmm. um, like the way that he's like 
<laughs> going for it. He's like stretching his mouth and like turning his head and just it it you know it's we've talked about it before, but it's really that it's like that thing when you're when you're playing with your dog and you're you know and like and and and, and you know he's trying to like playfully bite you and you're playfully trying to not let it bite you, you know. Um mm-hmm. That's oh, that's man. what that's like. That's what that reminds me of every time. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I love Ed. We all love Ed. But there is something now that I'm because we, we were talking earlier, guys, about how on this rewatch, I have kind of acquired a newfound sympathy for uh, for Pete. Mm hmm. And so I, there is something a little cosmically satisfying about Pete digging into Ed here. Yeah. Just a little like, bit. Really? He, he, I don't know if I he, feel sympathy for him He at was all. such a shitty roommate. He, <laughs> he was. was. He was. He was a really shitty roommate. Uh, Ed <laughs> was, I mean, he wasn't even technically wide. a roommate. That's, yeah, he was a squatter. <laughs> yeah, he was yes. a squatter. Yeah. Um, he would leave the front door open at night, and they live in London. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, Bernie, though. <laughs> yeah, Bernie getting uh, in know. is unexpected. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, know what in, he ever in, did to Bernie. Uh, but I do admire that in in horror movie fashion, the heroes do not the heroes get equally gruesome deaths as the villains. That mm-hmm. that that feels very true to the spirit of of Romero and and this this world that, that Edgar Wright is paying homage to. Like, I think it's little details like this that I think is are, are why it's elevated to being in the canon and not just remarking on the canon. Right. It's a, it's a pretty gruesome death scene. And the fact that the zombies bite him in unison just adds to it, I think. Yeah, like what do you think he's focusing on more? The pain, probably? No, no, no. Wait, but wh- neck, which one hurts more? The, the neck? Yeah, yeah. Oh. The two of them. Oh, it's got to be the neck. Yeah. yeah, you think that's the one? Hurt. <laughs> well, I just I I think he wasn't expecting Bernie. Bernie really snuck up on him. <laughs> but yeah, he was already dealing with Pete, and then Bernie just out of nowhere. Because I think that's what did it past. was that was that he was doing well enough fighting Pete off of his arm, but then when Bernie sneaks up on his neck, it distracts him. And mm-hmm. then that allows Pete to get a get his bite in, and then Bernie goes mm. for it. And it was just, it, it was like you know, just suddenly there was like ah, there's too many things, and then it was just, it was, it was done. It was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, to, I have to imagine how fun it was for Ed to, or any of them, when they do get their death scenes to like scream as loud as they possibly can and just, just totally go for it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's not something you get to do in polite society. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't. No. <laughs> you shouldn't. You really get shouldn't. <laughs> I do. I You know, going back a little bit, though, before the bite, I do love how just kind of charmed Ed is that Pete showed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look who it is. Hey, look who I ran into. Yeah, yeah. It really like the fact that he stops and looks back, like he's in a like he's in Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, he's it, <laughs> just like, got, oh, look he's who got it a big is. smile on too. Yeah, big smile. Yeah, he's like, oh, look who showed up at the Winchester tonight. It, it's as if like Pete just like you know he he's the kind of guy who never goes out to the Winchester with them, and then came out, and they're just like, hey, look who showed up tonight. What a 
you know, what a what a novelty that uh, Pete decided to come to the Winchester. It's just really funny. I don't know. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Like what what led him there? Is has it, is yeah, there I, is there an alternate I, version of this movie that's just like a revenge story, like Blue Ruin? <laughs> it's all the trailers just cut with Pete in mind. No, uh, I I honestly believe uh I, I I truly believe that a very large percentage of London zombie population is surrounding the Winchester right now. Yeah, but how did he? Uh, to to next question, how did he get there though? I think he just. I mean, they traveled. It, they traveled a great distance to get there, and he just happens to follow them. Well, no, no, they didn't travel a great distance. The Winchester is is walking distance from their uh, place. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. James, it, seems, yeah. it just seems like it's a long trip, right? Because they had to travel to get Barbara and to, to get, get Barbara. It's close that's to right. where they live, but they didn't go straight. Yeah, there. right. That's right. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Yep. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a problem you get when you're on minute eighty four. You forget <laughs> the rest of the movie. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Why should that stop me? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we basically have like a, have like a masters, uh, in this movie at this point. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I I just assume he got, he was attracted, uh, to the Winchester, just like every other zombie in this neighborhood. Uh, and they, they all just kind of gathered out front, um, after the, uh, you know, the queen segment of the movie, uh, you know, with, uh, David, flipping the lights on and off and everything. I think that just attracted every zombie in town uh, to outside the Winchester. And uh, he was one of them. And then plus on top of that, you had Sean running away, like running to like attract the zombies away, the little, the small group of zombies away from the Winchester. So the others could get inside and then losing them and running back. And so he might've like gathered more zombies in that process as well. Um, so I think there's a lot of factors that could have gotten uh, Pete over to the Winchester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, but the fact that he's, uh, he's the first in um, that does, <laughs> that does, <laughs> that does sort of lead some credence to, uh, to, to Nick's uh, blue ruin theory. Um, just a little, he's like, this was all he, here. Yeah. Yeah. This is all he really wanted. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I wish, I wish he would have like just turned around and looked at Ed and just went, who bit you? <laughs> <laughs> he who laughs last laughs loudest. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, I think, I think that's all, uh, I think that's all we've got to cover in this minute. You guys, uh, are there any other details that we, uh, we didn't mention that you want to, you want to bring up? Oh, we missed a great line, though. Okay, we missed fuck a doodle do. <laughs> yeah, which is like a callback, which is uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still, I love even... that. I just love how he turns around and he says he's like fuck a doodle do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was the only. Yeah. That was the second time I laughed this minute, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he says he's as shocked as uh, Ed is. He just can't believe it. Um, mm-hmm. just this yeah. kooky old universe. Yeah. I, I I started uh, counting how many times uh, they were yelling each other's names in the minute. <laughs> yeah, it's like Akira. Because <laughs> I, I was going through the dialogue. I'm like, wait a minute. They I think they yelled Ed three or four times at least. Mm-hmm. And it keeps going in the next minute too. There's just, yeah. It's just a lot of shouting of each other's names, which I thought was kind of funny. I don't know if they were doing that deliberately as kind of a as as a as a gag, um, but I did get I got a kick out of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. 
And it could, again, it could be a thing where if they shot all that action stuff, uh, it might not have felt like they were all on top of each other like it does in the final edit when you cut all that stuff out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You cut out all, all of the, the space in between uh, shouting each other's names and then suddenly uh, it just sounds like you're saying their name over and over again. <laughs> that's exactly, yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah. All right. Well, where can people find uh, find you guys on uh, on the internet? Tell people about uh, Star Trek Minute. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek Minute. We are we are also breaking down uh, films one minute at a time. We're currently working on uh, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, which is actually the second movie we've covered. We've only done Wrath of Khan and Search <laughs> for Spock right now. Um, people keep that wondering. hasn't angered anyone. <laughs> yeah. No. No. No one. No one ever asks us when you're going to do the motion picture. But uh, so yeah, we are. We're uh, getting near the end of Search for Spock, and then uh, we're going to be back and. Uh, after hiatus and do the voyage home. Um, but yeah, you can check us out at star Trek minute.com and uh, we're on the internet uh, on all the social medias at star Trek minute. So on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Um, and yeah, you should check us out. Yes, I agree. Everyone should go uh, check that out. Even if you're a casual star Trek fan, I think, uh, I think you should definitely uh, check out the show. Cause I, 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 you know, I've watched most of, each series, if not all of, you know, some of them. And obviously I've seen the movies uh, and it's, it's fun because sometimes I feel like I'm learning stuff with you guys, which is. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. We're, we're all bad Trekkies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So if that's, if that sounds like your bag, uh, I, I, I recommend it. So go check it out. Uh, and we will be back tomorrow. Uh, but uh, you can, you can find Star Trek minute and all the other, uh, movies by minute shows at moviesbyminutes.com. Uh, they're all on there, including our shows. Uh, I think there's like 80 or something at this point. Um, it's a lot, uh, but they're all there. <laughs> moviesbyminutes.com. Uh, so go go check that out and see if there's a you know any others that you want to check out. I mean, we're reaching the end here uh, very shortly, so we're going to be on a hiatus, and you might uh, you might want to pick up a new show, so go check that out. Um, but in the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. 